Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Hola, Lugo. Good to see you again. Uh, it's been, uh, gosh, a week or two or something. I don't even know how long it's been since we talked. I guess a week. But yes, uh, we absolutely. started uh, a conversation. Uh, well, let me ask you first. This is the first thing we ought to do. Are you doing okay? This no, I'm doing great. And it's great uh, to see you too. Good. And uh, for all those listening too, I hope everybody's doing great. Yeah. Uh, especially now we have celebrated Veterans Day not uh, in these days. And now we get to talk about more of what veterans do and also more of what uh, leaders in different types of organizations do. We, we're grateful for leadership and we need leadership now. Well, okay, I'm going to argue with you. I don't think mm -hmm. we need leadership as much as we need followership. Mm -hmm. And follow because we don't teach people to follow you. I mean, gosh, we've known each other for 30 years ago. I don't know. You, you know yes. better than I do. And how many times in those 30 years or so has someone up come up to you and said, Lugo, you did a great job of following. Mm -hmm. It never happened. Uh, how, how many times did I ever even tell you, you're a good follower? No, it never happened. Yeah. Even uh, your your wife isn't going to tell you that you followed well. It just doesn't happen, man. It's the, the other F word, which, by the way, I have a podcast on that and a uh, blog. So anybody that's interested, you can just Google uh, the other F word and Bob Boskus and you can find me. But uh, that's But I think problem. I think that's both are problem. correct. What's that? Leadership and followership. We, and it's like yes, the yin and yang, right? You can't have one or without the other. Correct, correct. But uh, definitely those people who are charged with leading, they need to lead now. And those people yes. who are, you know, these, when we're talking about followership, that's a form of leadership too. But I mean, obviously we're we're just touching on some of those and you're uh, absolutely correct. Uh, but also uh, there is a, a need for leading at every level. At the, uh, at the followership yes. level, at the leadership level, at the personal level, at the family level, you know, all, yes. all of those yes. need to happen. But that, but that is situational. When it's time to lead, lead. When it's time to follow, follow. You know, that, ha that happens in our, in our marriages, in our uh, relationships with our significant other. There are times when I got to tell Deb, we're going to go have lunch at Texas Roadhouse. That's, in a way, leading. Otherwise, mm. we're going to be sitting there in the car waiting for her to make a decision, and she ain't going to make a decision. So he, sometimes you got to just take the the lead and go go with it. Uh, mm. But a lot You're of dictating the future, or I am. You, I am. Are you? I'm, uh, it's not the future. It it's the present. Together. We're going to make the present, <laughs> and we're going to. The, <laughs> you know, it's funny because uh, this uh, a few days ago. What, Yeah, I guess it's a few days ago when we did, uh, when we had Veterans Day. I don't know if in San Antonio, probably so, but at least here in uh, in Colorado Springs, a lot of businesses, restaurants have free food, free lunches for uh, for veterans. And it, it, as I went around uh, after I, I did a, a talk at uh, the tech, the Classical Academy, 
which I had been wanting to do for many years, and I got to do it. And I was, I was, I was in flow. I'm not sure about the audience, but I was in mm -hmm. flow, and that's the important thing. At least one oh. person was in flow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good time. But anyway, afterwards, uh, because there was a window from 11 to 3, that's where all the restaurants were doing free stuff for, for the veterans. Uh, but some of them, Texas Roadhouse, thank you very much, guys out there. And uh, Freddy's, I don't know if you have Freddy's hamburgers uh, in San Antonio, but that's a, like a, a burger chain. Anyway, uh, those two, which are our fa favorites, were giving away coupons. And uh, and there were others, actually, uh, giving away coupons. So it was like trick-or-treat, man. I was going from one to the other to the other. You know, <laughs> I didn't have a bag or a mask on. Well, we could say I had a mask on. Was I was in uniform. Trick-or-treat. Yeah, I was in, in uniform. And Mira, I look caliente, man. You know, BDU, <laughs> I didn't wear that crap that you guys wore. But the, oh, any, the ABUs. Yeah, the, no, the didn't, didn't do that. Nope, nope. That was uh, way after my time. But uh, nonetheless, I, I thought, wow, this is just like trick-or-treat going from one place to the other one. But um, but anyway, uh, uh, there. I think a lot of times we think that leading, well, not leading, but leadership, even followership is positional. And it's not. It's about it's not. taking, taking it's the not. lead. You're, you're right. We all have to be uh, observant of when the opportunity arises, and we can either accept it or not. You know, you don't have to lead. You don't have, but probably you're going to follow if you don't lead, and we'll get into that eventually. But I think the the key to it, uh, Lugo, the the uh, the key to effectiveness is being a good follower and knowing how to do that. But if never if you've never been taught to do that, you're not going to do it like anything else. You're going to go thinking, well, it's like on the movies or or the book or whatever it is. Uh, so I, I think there's yeah. a lot of value, and, and we should talk about that uh, a little bit more. Yeah, but yeah absolutely. Just too. the word alone, right? The word alone makes you not want to do that. Or yeah. it doesn't sound very good. It doesn't sound yeah. so attractive, so... You it's know, big word. and pompose. Yeah. Uh, that's right, and so that way we like the the word leader and but uh, a follow. Well, you have to be a, a follower. Follower has certain types of behavior, and 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 as you know, and you you have written about that, and uh, we've discussed uh, through all of that, and there's so much about this, and most of the time you spend when you're talking about you as a leader, most of your time you spend it as a follower. You do. You do following and the, the the effectiveness is understanding when that happens and playing that role my job is to follow you 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 as smart as you are there are some things that you are not very good at that mm -hmm. some youngster uh, even your son or your wife are better at that's a time to back off and you know let them lead lead because they, they have expertise or knowledge or uh, experience uh, but if you don't have that mindset hey i'm the leader i know everything well, good luck, because we're not going to follow you. You know, we're sitting there thinking, well, what is this idiot that thinks he's leading us doing? Because we know better, because we've been around a lot more. So, um, and I think the key to it is this topic that we've been kind of uh, hedging on and we haven't gotten into is obedience. Obedience. You wanted to talk about I this. I want to talk. I'm going to talk yeah. about I so, am taking the lead. Yeah. The, <laughs> I, th I thought we were completely on opposite views. Yeah. Well, I don't think we were in opposite views, but definitely we had a really good debate some time ago about this subject of obedience. Yes. And so you saw, you foresaw the future. You were speaking the future back then. And you said, we need to talk about this again. Indeed. Let's do it. <laughs> Indeed. And as you talk about in this case with the, the future and obedience, that becomes the present. That's today. 
today, and you cannot affect anything else, just this moment. So remember that. And I know we're getting philosophical, and some people are saying, "Oh, shut mm. up, get into your argument." Well, let's let's do it. But yes, you're right. You know, we'll we'll shape all of these things, and this it, the the dynamics are always very dynamic. They. <laughs> wow, that was, that was. I think that was either prophetic or pathetic. I'm not ah, sure. I don't know. I just I just came up with it right now. I'm actually writing yeah. it right now, so yeah. I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll probably write it on my next book in or your something. Next book, you know? okay. The dynamics are dynamic. Yes, <laughs> that's leadership, indeed. Well, I looked up the word obedient because you were giving me crap about it the last time, and mm -hmm. I, uh, it says, of course, the first uh, definition is obeying is uh, the will to obey. Okay, get over that. Uh, but complying with or submissive to authority. That's the definition, or, or at least online. Complying says submitting, with, complying or submitting to, to authority. To authority. Okay. And, and I, I, I mean, sure. Yeah, that sounds good. And I think we can work with that. Uh, but, but I think the problem with it, uh, Lugo, is that, you know, submissiveness is humility. That, that's the fruit of humility. When we're big enough and strong enough to say, Sure, go ahead, lead me. Sure, go ahead, teach me. Sure, go ahead, whatever, guide me, whatever all those things are. But again, as a leader, I don't, you know, we talk about authenticity and all that kind of stuff. Well, I think to be a really, no kidding, authentic leader, like you just said, we need to be able to follow. And that means obey. I, uh, mm -hmm. Did I tell you, I, I wrote about this uh, in one of my blogs and probably one of my uh, podcasts uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my story about my, my colonel telling me to go with her. Did yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. And and we had a good discussion in regards to what that means. And I and I have some thoughts in regards to why you acted that way. And I don't disagree in regards to uh, the the need for some kind of you mentioned their submission. I just think that uh, some of it could be seen as generational. Obviously, how we all see it, how we interpret. Uh, the behaviors of uh, a leader and a follower. I, I think those two things are different. In in if you remember, I remember your example, and that was uh, we we spent some time of it. You uh, you obviously were doing some very important things, and uh, she asked you as a leader to, hey, I, I need you to leave what you're what you're doing, which was very important, and follow me. Right? I'm I'm using the the um, general terms for those that are trying to remember what the story was about. But you, you made a decision, right? There was just some things you you made a decision. A decision. Well, okay. Uh, do do I engage right now? Do I leave the stuff, or, or I just or, or or I go with what she's saying? And you mentioned that you you thought it. This is important, but uh, you appreciated her, right? You you knew her character, and you mentioned you obeyed. You know uh, her her. I guess I would not say a command, but her urgent a need for you to go with her so you both as a leadership team could take care of a, uh, a particular situation. And so back then you mentioned that you mentioned it was obeying. In my mind, I did not see it as obedience because I, and you've talked to me a little bit about her leadership. And it seemed to me that she was probably a charismatic leader uh very effective and so i started digging a little bit into what happens why do we do that and and it seems like charismatic leaders tend to 
produce these types of effects. And one of the effects they produce on their followers is obedience. But I'll, I want to get in a little bit into that. But uh, and so let's put that in on hold for a second. But then the other piece that you that I mentioned to you just before we started talking about your example was the issue of generational, right? So I think about that, and I was looking at some definitions, right? When you start looking at how we were trying to define leadership, because we haven't really come up with a good definition for leadership. So in the 1920s, one of the things that we we define leadership as a you know, inducing obedience. That was in nineteen the nineteen twenties. Something amount. Uh, so I was looking here. Some of some of my writings is that um, ability to impress the will of the leader on those led, and to induce obedience, respect, loyalty. That was, and then in the sixties we started digging a little bit more on that because things are changing, right? Leadership dynamics are changing. The leader and the follower, as we were talking about, that dynamic has been changing. So we started looking about why do we look at... So we we saw the follower, in some cases, their view of the follower, depending on uh, how the leader looks at this, uh, you see a what they call a maternalistic, paternalistic view of leadership. And so when you look at that, then the the leader or the follower tend to... Uh, make key decisions, uh, rewarding obedience, right, or loyalty in that manner. And then we started back, and then in the 1960s, we came up with the managerial leadership grid that, you know, and ended up being revised like, you know, several times. And we started looking at uh, the issue also of obedience. And we saw that a lot of these leadership theories back in the in the 60s 70s 80s had to deal with the managerial grid we were trying to explain that relationship and why we induce that that type of enlist in my effort and go and part of it had to do with this uh with chinese uh or leadership theories that were built into you know confuse uh what's it called that Confu confucius yeah Confucianism, yes, and 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 they and they've built this model, right? And they say, well, uh, so obedience is it good or bad? I don't, I don't think is that's the question, right? It's about what does it produce? Well, in in the case of obedience, it produces order. In in the case of Confucius, right, it produces orders and harmony. That's the the one thing. So because you produce order and harmony then you produce precise execution and you can execute orders you, you know you can do that and that's good uh but now you think about what happens leadership dynamics continues to being disrupted by the internet the internet of tech of of things tech uh generational changes so now these traditional roles have changed and, and so having that type of mindset could be, you know, and some of it got to be done, right? It's obviously it's not you obey or not. I think it, there is a continuum and there is an intensity between high obedience and low obedience. And then we have everyone work uh, through that continuum. But to to ask people, right, to, uh, to live in this type of, uh, this type of philosophy, you know, then then what happens of obedience, 
then or seeing ourselves or themselves as obedience, basically it could create a wait for orders, right? It doesn't develop a a uh, the instinct uh, of proactiveness in followers. And... Only wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Only if the person, uh, well, only if the orders giver, the leader, the leadership is a person. If, and we're going to talk about eventually, how, how do we get to this future thing? How do we uh, decide what the future is? If uh, it's like our sense of purpose, we'll go, if, if we have a sense of purpose, if you and I have a sense of purpose, then we can obe be obedient to that sense of purpose. Authority, I don't, I think, by that definition, doesn't mean a person that you have to to listen to that person. The authority is, uh, for instance, because we're both Christians, the authority is the Word of God. We call mm -hmm. it the Bible, right? So if we're obedient to that, then we don't have to worry or wait for whoever you or me, whoever we call the leader at the time to tell us what to do because it's something bigger in our, in our country. I think this is what we're, we're, uh, we're, we're really in a, in bad, uh, a bad situation is the authority for governing our country is the constitution, not the president, not the Congress, not the Supreme court, not governors, none of that stuff. Well, I get, it, it becomes that in those layers, but the, the ultimate authority in our government supposedly is the Constitution of the United States. And I think the problem is, and that's, the, again, when we're talking about uh, leading in an organization, what is this future? What, what, what is it that we're striving for? Well, it's this. And we will describe it in words, probably. Maybe a picture. I don't know if you're really creative. Uh, but it's this, this thing that we, we call it this. We use these words. Okay, if all of us understand it, then that's the authority. Then we can obey it. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think the problem is, and, and you're right, it's generational because uh, you guys, you, there is no continuum. It's either right or it's wrong. There is no, you know, mm. uh, one of the things that bugs the crap out of me uh, when people and unfortunately, I, I call them liberals, uh, the liberals, uh, let, let me let me share my truth. Bullshit. It's, I don't mm -hmm. care what, it, what you think, it's your truth. It's your perspective on the truth or that's the wrong way uh, the wrong way of using truth right because there's Correct. all truth is absolute Absol absolute it is absolute. Right? there's no no this is a little bit of the truth exactly this is the, the no there's there's exactly. absolute truth yes. exactly so i think effectiveness is going to come from at that moment again with my story i obeyed my boss because now and here's the, the deal uh i obeyed her because we already had that conversation we already had done what we're we're uh, uh, saying we need to do with the future. When the future uh, happens, whatever that is, this is how we're going to do it. I agree, ma'am. You agree, ma'am, that you're going to treat me with respect. And we do it with respect. You know, we don't, especially in that situation, it wasn't disrespectful in any way. But we both understood what the future was at that, you know, and again, you, you know, it, it's dynamic. When it actually happens, it may be different when it becomes a present. But we have a, an idea and we've discussed when the future happens in this way, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to obey that authority, that um, uh, uh, contract, if you will. And that contract, I think, is going to be uh, more powerful when it becomes a covenant. I would, uh, and I, we've been this, uh, we've done this together. Uh, it's more than just those things where I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. I'll do what you ask. That's a covenant. 
because somehow I, I trust you. You're not going to put me in a, in a situation where I'm going to hurt myself, die or whatever. We trust each other so that we can do what we should do, which may be dynamic. You know, in that situation, we had to do it right now. And we don't even know where we're going, but we have to, because that's what we, that authority that we've agreed to, to live up to. But I think that happens because there is a perspective, your perspective of the future and your perspective as to how that future is going to happen dictates how you're going to be tethered to a particular way of doing things. And so both you and her or to you and the leader or the authority have prescribed one way that you believe is the best way to do that. And then you you do it. And and I think I think on, on the next Uh, on on the next episode, we should probably talk about just continue the conversation in regards to the uh, perspective, the followership or perspective in regards to the future and authority. So then you can explore what the outcomes will be. Okay. Well, I'll hold you to that. We'll talk more about it. All right. Let's do that later. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and help you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great. <laughs>